and welcome to episode 358 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me, as always, is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And he once bought a packet of cheese and onion crisps for Kenneth Branner. It's Tony Esmond. (laughs) Did I tell you that rubbish? Because that's not true. (laughs) <laughs> well the thing is i thought you know rather than i, I think I, what i might do is i might do a completely random fact about random some, facts a, yeah. a, a, about yeah. a celebrity that could be truth or could be lies i did that when, recently someone said to me oh how do you know john tucker and why how did you get to do a comic strip with him and i said i, I bought his cousin's couch offer and john <laughs> delivered it i just randomly thought of that fact and they went, that's, oh, okay. that's amazing yeah, <laughs> but because Fair enough. there's a realm of yeah. possibility there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that could happen. I've got a few plans. So when when someone says, "How did you get to work with Rachel Ball?" I said, "I don't, you know this, but she's got a corgi certification, and she came around and fixed our boiler." Nice. <laughs> 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 going so specific yeah. <laughs> to the corgi certification. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Um. But Rachel, um, if you are free, um, we may need some plumbing. Around. plumbing. Yeah. yeah, hot water's gone. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got a problem with a pilot light. <laughs> oh dear! Come and top me up. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, everyone. Yeah. Um, it's going to be—it's just the three amigos this week, and we're just going to be talking comics. We're going to be delving back into the world of comic book covers, as we like to do every every few months. Hmm. Um. And, uh, do you know it's not... like two years since we did one? I was, it came up on those Facebook memories. Wow. Okay. No, it, yeah, isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it's no, you know, we've done one since, but we that's one we did was like two or three years ago or something. It came up. So, oh, really? that, you know. The last yeah, yeah. one we did, was it with Dave Kennedy? Yeah. yeah. And then we did one with Gareth before that, didn't we? Yeah. That's a yeah. good one. Hmm. Not the one where Dave wasn't. I just want to go yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Um, I'm going to come up with a. If you've listened to the show thinking, oh, they're going to talk about something spicy, <laughs> you were caught by a clickbait title because I'm, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure I can think of something like, is the art of the comic book cover dead or something like that? Yes, there's comic be... book covers are shit. Yeah, yeah. I really some... like these titles, Vince. I think you should even go even harder into them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's quite surprising. You know, hopefully yeah. that draws people in, and then. They spend time with us and realise that we've actually got something worth talking about. Rather, than just we get to time. episode three hundred and eighty-two, it's going to be Roe v. Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Webster uh, did a tweet where he recommended various comics, and we were the various comic-based web, uh, podcasts, and we were at the top. And it was saying like three blokes moaning about comics. I was like, yeah, I guess that's pretty yeah. fair. We do yeah. moan occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's meant with love. We love yeah. the medium. Oh yeah, because yeah. we do we yeah. do love the medium, and certainly we're going to recommend some lovely stuff and talk about lots of different comic uh, sort of items. I've got some poetry uh, to recommend later. Oh, my, oh mm. my word! Wow. Yeah, there's a comic um, as well. Yeah. Okay. Right. First off, th- thanks Sam for the shout out. And yeah. Cheers, brought, Sam. brought anyone to the show. Like Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. This week we're going to, like I say we're going to be talking about some comic book covers, and there is going to be some. Visual reference, we're not really going to be talking specifically about, oh, look at this bit here, so that you won't know what we're talking about. Um, we're going to try and do it as best we can. Um, we'll give you the names of the titles, etc. But there'll also be PDFs that you can download, or maybe like an image online so you can see what we're referencing. Yeah, if we stick a JPEG in with a tweet yeah. or the social media yeah. post, yeah. I'm sure people yeah. can yeah. Yeah. Before we get going, we should say probably we've got some new listeners, because we've got a bump. Um, thanks to Mr. Miller for last week. Yes. So thanks to him, and if you are yes. a new listener, buckle up. 
We've yes. had lots of lovely feedback, and thanks for yeah, everyone yes. who, yes. who yeah. kind of got back to us. Thank you yeah. for all the kind words. And, uh, and yeah. thanks for Mark for the kind words and yes. for retweeting it and promoting it and stuff yes. like that. Was there really was nice some him. comments they missed you, Vince. Ah, yeah, 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 definitely. We all missed you, babes. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, it's it's nice to be missed. <laughs> I, I I I had something poetic in my head and it disappeared as soon as I said the oh, first line. Fine. And I thought yeah. oh, got a bit of a clamp. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave this here. Got a bit of mosh. Um, but one thing that wasn't in mosh, yeah, totes, totes, man. <laughs> I got totes of mosh. <laughs> uh, and Tony probably got uh, emotional. Oh, um, in my pants. Yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute because I almost, I almost skipped the jumped over the sponsor. Um, Dan's I, done us a schedule. I know, but it's in the, it's in the chat, and I, I weirdly, I just look, look directly ahead uh, when, <laughs> when I do this. Yes, thank you as always to our lovely uh, sponsors, Comic House. You keep the lights on on this show. Actually, I might need to put a light on. The sun is here. <laughs> the summer is here. So professional. And yeah. so, like, I don't need to like put lights on at the moment, but I know about halfway through the, the show, you have to I, put I, one on. I might disappear for 10 seconds. Just use the torch on your phone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what all the kids it's do. haunting it's quality as it shines beneath you yeah. Vince yeah well no one's going to see that are they but, yeah but if you hear me go ooh, Against you, know, you know it's happened um, but that no. might be because I'm so scared about all the amazing comics that you can find on Comic House it's yes, pretty the, impressively done the, the in, yeah. thank you uh, the indie comic marketplace <laughs> with, with a difference because they actually genuinely love indie comics and they just want you to read as many as physically possible on ComicHouse.com there's a huge selection of titles uh, creators can list their books on there and it's another avenue to get their books out into the big wide public um, they also if, if creators out there have digital copies of their comics they can put them on the Comic House app. Yes. Mm. It's awesome. It's been added to all the time. Basically, a subscription service isn't everything these days. Um, but it's like Netflix for comics. For the price of one comic a month, you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics that's being added to at the moment. And Dan, what's on there at the moment? Well, I thought I'd highlight the uh, publisher Snowy Works, uh, who oh, did the, the Monster Cleanup uh, Guy issue oh, one. Nice. They also done uh, Wallbreakers issue one. We've got uh, Kalazar's Clock <laughs> volume one. <laughs> I laughed at that before, so that's. Uh, <laughs> we've got Caspian Porter uh, issues one to one and zero on there, and Future Sci-Fi Tales volume one issue one. And there's uh, several volumes of that, so that looks awesome. Yeah, so go check out this and many others. What did you laugh about? Casper's Clock. Kalazar's Clock. Kalazar's Clock. Calzar. What's Cal- up with his Cal- clock? Cal- 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 it's got with, story synopsis. A tale from the future. A man visits Mexico City where his wife finds an old-time clock shop. He meets Calzar, <laughs> a lonely shop owner and a clock repairman. That makes me worry that you once said cock shop. Yeah. <laughs> he meets Calzar, a lonely shop owner and clock repairman who tries to sell him a unique clock. Is this an ordinary clock? This is unique. Well, or land our characters in instant peril. There you go. And I tell you what, I Clock want. Fun. I, I do know. I, I want to shake the hand. Whoever wrote that synopsis, they must have known that at one point in his life, Dan, Dan would have to read it. Dan, Dan Butcher would have to read that and Stumble be very careful. Read about clocks yeah. with cocks on his mind. Clocks not cocks. Clocks not cocks. Clocks not cocks. TikTok. <laughs> will yeah. you trust the clock? <laughs> <laughs> on the cover. Uh, never trust it. Never no. trust it. Um, but Don't you can trust. 
<laughs> you can trust Comic House to find amazing comics. All of that and more. And a shout out to those at that publisher for putting all their books on Comic House. S- snowy, what do you call it? I had to shut the fucking page down. For those guys. <laughs> snowy comics, just go yeah, with snowy, it. Snowy yeah. Comics, yeah. 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 Get as many clocks as you want. And uh, find them all on comichouse.com. Uh, yeah, there's also, there's also a 14-day free trial. Uh, so go to comichouse.com and find out more. Yeah. That went all right, that one, I think. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Not, Not as good as last week's. We were quite sleek, uh, slick last week, weren't we? But yeah. uh, this yeah. week now. Well, well, I don't know. You know, summer's almost here and the sun just takes takes it out of here. I don't know, I don't know about you, but I'm very pasty. If, if I don't get turned halfway through cooking... Um, I'll just, I'm not done evenly and I just end up, it ruins me for the rest of the day. I worried about Tony Esmond this week because it's been, it's been a glorious weekend. Dehydrating. In the, in the UK. UK. Look, you're okay if that water was medically necessary. (laughs) Um, I mean, for me, I'd say I kind of need it to live. Literally. I mean, like if I don't drink. Dan, 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 no one cares about you. I'm yeah. only joking. I love that. Yeah, yeah. With the power of a yeah. thousand sons. But Tony was um, at a convention out and about. When you yeah. tell us all about it. It's a weird one. And I, after that initial post that I put up yesterday, where um, I went to Portsmouth Comic Con, Portsmouth Comic Con, amongst their promotion, put up. Um, someone asked him. I don't even know why you would ask this question. Um, but someone said, "Can we take water into the convention?" And they said, "No, unless you have a specific medical need for it, you can't bring water in." And I thought. What the, what the fuck is happening to the world? And it got sort of quite a lot of replies. So I, I went in with, I'll be honest with you, I went to this with low expectations. That flavour, that's interesting because that, mm. uh, we'll get into the convention um, and slight spoiler warning, it's a positive note. Yes. But, yeah. but you, Speaking, gone. it did sort of flavour, like having that sort of response. Yeah, that flavoured how you uh, felt about okay. the show. And certainly yeah. I saw some responses online sort of going, what? I didn't. Speaking yeah. conspiratorially, once if someone inside the organization asked that to let people know that was the case. I'm yes, I, I the thought case. that might be the case. Yeah. I thought that might have been what happened because obviously they sell um, space and rent space and, you know, to, to vans and tents gotcha. and sell drinks yeah. and stuff. And when they said, no, no, people weren't. But to be fair, people, they were getting, we, we did get bag searches. I didn't see anyone having drink taken off them but it might have been one of the things that happened at the bag mm. search you know it must, um, i mean i would say this is this is a venue thing surely this is yeah a, yeah a, probably a venue r- thing. rather than the event I, yeah this, uh, this sort of yeah. mandate is a, or is it or is it a guarantee that you know they say to the people no no they'll definitely be buying water off you because we don't let them bring it in you know therefore you've got to pay us 50 quid for the day you know it's almost like that mm. yeah, yeah yeah i mean that's the way it is i don't particularly agree with the practice but there we go it, it was just a silly thing to put up um so i got there it I, th- I think i was just saying to you before we started i'm it's beaten me down guys you know my expectations of comic conventions being comic conventions has long since you know we used to i ranted about it an awful lot you know mm. I'd write polemics and jokes about it and all sorts of things but i think it's kind of left me now that i kind of accept that a lot of these things aren't about comics anymore so there was inflatable Spider-Men crawling down the side of the building and there was a long queue to get in that was mostly full of people wearing Harry Potter and Game of Thrones T-shirts and cosplayers, you know. So it's sort of, I knew what I was getting into. Um, in fact, you messaged me, Vince, didn't you? You say, oh, what's it like? And I said, I can't bear to get in the queue yet. I can't bear to, you know. I just can't stand <laughs> I, I shouldn't it. have laughed out loud when I got it, but... <laughs> I can't stand, 
I can't bear to be with these mouth breathers. Do you know what I mean? It's like, there was a bit of that thing. But what I did grun- eventually go in. They said, grumpy old son. Yeah, I know. You must yeah. be just <laughs> Yeah. Luckily, I've got, like, noise-reducing headphones. And, mm. you know, I just put some something under my nose to make I can smell people next to me. You know, that's that something. Anyway, so I got in the queue. Um, now, they had a tiered entry system. Now, I thought this was also a little bit money-grabbing. You could get in at 10 if you paid a certain amount. Or twelve, if you played less. Who goes to a comic convention at twelve? You know, they, I don't really. Un- yeah, and they have panels at eleven in a way. Yeah, they had panels going on at eleven, and there weren't any ten o'clock tickets for sale when I was time I got there. And I thought that, and it was really, really busy in there, like back to back, mobbed out, couldn't get down really? a corridor, kind of busy, which is good, but also did indicate that. A lot of tickets were sold, maybe, if you see where I'm coming from. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, so there was that was kind of the downside to it, I'll be honest with you. Um, it was cosplay, Funkos, sweets, you know, jewellery, T-shirts. You know, it was one of those cons. Yeah, it really was. But... A family, this da- is, family day out sort of con. It's, right? it's yeah. basically... Well, I think a family day out could be for comics, I'll be honest with you. You know, if yeah. you, I think it certainly was when I, my son was a kid. But I think... Um, it was. It's kind of Portsmouth's own mini MCM. I think that's kind of okay. Right, right. Now the, yeah. the review is going to be mostly favourable because I actually ended up enjoying quite a big portion of it. As I drove into Portsmouth the previous evening, there was a poster as you come off the motorway for it. I thought that's good. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, it was well signed, posted. There was a, it was a, it was in the sort. Of, I suppose it's the guild hall, like the town hall thing, you know, in a big square, and they would sort of fenced it off so you couldn't get in. Um. It, yeah, it was. There was a lot of promotion going on about it. Um, the the queue was long, like really long. It's you know they have those sort of back you know, the barriers where you have to sort of snake backwards and forwards. Yeah, you know, you yeah, yeah, yeah. It went long before, but long beyond them. Um, so I went in there, um, but what they it did have it had an awful lot of comics for sale. Um, That's really good. Yeah, yeah, which is always always favorable to me is if i'm going to go to a comic convention all right there's all this plastic crap you know it's you know particularly not environmentally friendly you know but there's also some comics from the 50s i can buy and 60s and stuff you know and i think it puts to shame a lot of the well, let's call them the cooler comic conventions who've got f all at them yeah you know and 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 reducing as we as every year goes by there was easily i'm going to say at least 10 stalls with back issues um which is pretty good and they that's were quite very, busy. That's very good. Yeah, I think mm. so. Um, there was um, also quite a lot of small press there. Um, I know in advance to it, they had quite a few people drop out. So Martin Hughes, sorry, Adam Hughes dropped out. Um, but I think he went to being a virtual guest. I don't care about virtual guests. Yeah. So I can watch a YouTube video whenever I want, you know. Um, Martin Simmons, I don't think could do it. Gareth Slighthome was going to be there, but he got, he just, so get well soon, Gareth. Yeah, yeah. Hope you're feeling all right, mate. Um, and so who there, there was no guests who weren't people I knew that I really went long for, to be honest. Roger Langridge, Roger Langridge does not, you know, we see him every year, you know, he's done quite a few. Um, okay, you know, no, there's no superstar people there, no. with due respect to Roger. Um, but, um, I, I probably went along to see, um, Ian Ashcroft, so I spent quite a lot of time with Ian, it's great Good to dude. see him. Um, that was nice. great, um, and Catherine was there. He's a good lady, so we had a, we had a giggle, you know, and just had a chat, and 
you know, somewhere to go and have a sit and have a chat and, you know, leave your bag and stuff like that, which is nice. Um, the Reckless Boys were there. Jay Martin, Burbs and Chris Imber were there. So I spent some time with them. Um, Steve Tanner said hello to him in, in his jacket. Um, and Matt and Mark from Hellbound Media were there as well. Um, they said oh, Imber, okay. doesn't, Imber doesn't stop fucking drawing a weekend. No, he seems, often, to be, he seems to be going well, man. You know, yeah. They seem to be doing quite well at it, I think. Did you um, see the news he got approached by uh, Marvel to do uh, some trading cards? Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, talking about that, actually. He, he, yeah. Yeah, well, you got the story. That's good. That time. I think he had to turn it yeah. down because the the, amount, the turnaround time was ridiculous. I think the door's open still, I think. But yeah, 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 which is good. Yeah, it's about time he started doing work for people. Yeah. Like that, isn't it? yeah so that's good. And they seem to be doing really well. Um, And, and, I, and I had a chat to, I have never really spoken to him for a very long, but it was Nicholas Streetham from Ladies Do Comics. And we've got sort of mutual friends. So we had a chat and she's great company. They're, 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 they're going full guns. Um, possible, I'm going to say possible future guests for us. Um, oh, fantastic. But um, yeah, Ladies of Comics, she was, she was great. So she's got a few sort of plans to do like little festival type stuff, so, which which sound pretty interesting to me. Um, met Simon, Simon Russell um, and his son and his friend. Um, we bought a sword and then, you know, sort of waving it about, made me laugh. Simon <laughs> was dressed as uh, Dennis Menace again, which is always good. Um, he's got a Dennis Menace jumper. I think he actually bought it from the um, Beano exhibition. Yeah, it's like a proper one, obviously. I think he mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd bought some stuff off him on the Slack as well, so he brought that along. So I knew I was going to come away with some good comics, you know, once I got in there. <laughs> but I also bought some extra stuff. Bought some black and white magazines and some some old, you know, old bronze and silver age comics and stuff like that. So, and then and I walked back to the car at the end of the day, and I thought, okay, that was all right. Yeah, you know. Mm. It's about. It's not primarily about comics. You know, that little Doctor Who <clears throat> exhibition and stuff like that. You know, and I imagine if we had a table there, I may have gone crazy because somebody just played the Avengers theme non-stop from their table. You know, from their um, table, from their like stall. You know. Oh man, that drew me fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was all right by me. I think is my final opinion. That's of good. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, always going with low expectations sometimes, you know. Yeah. We, we do get pumped and hyped and for stuff, don't we? You know, we get excited about comics and we get excited about going to these things. And I think because I was almost like a last-minute thing, I'd heard that um, Gareth couldn't make it and Ian said he'd come down. I said, oh, yeah, I'll book hotel today. So I went down and it was nice to see everyone and I bought some comics and I came away and I hadn't been to Portsmouth for 20-odd years. Um, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Oh, yeah. I well, think if they had a lot more better names, I'd consider doing it as a tabling event. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. It's, mm. And I do one of those cola lollies outside. Ah, oh, yes. Such a hipster. From the van? Yeah, from the van. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. We've got to stay nice hydrated. choice. Um, <laughs> no, they, they didn't take your, your still suit off you when you went in. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was take, processing the face yeah. the feces. Yeah, in my yeah, head. yeah, yeah. That's, that's all. That's all Tony ever does yeah. at any convention. The thing, yeah. Weird thing is, he's not always wearing the suit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> staring him. <laughs> um, from the uh, uh, positive news about a, a comic convention that I do actually want to pop, pop along to, and especially now that comics there. Um, yeah, I'd I mean, it had some great guests before, didn't it? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah didn't Walt yeah. Simonson do it, or she- and Shelley Bond yeah, did it? Yeah, you know, there's a few yeah. people, didn't they? I think it's, just, yeah. it's it's certainly a lot trickier um, with scheduling and mm. all kinds of things over the past few years, isn't it? With um, yeah, so. fingers I, crossed that this would be the last year that kind of COVID really 
kind of seem yeah. to impact stuff in this manner. Yeah. Well, Chris, Chris Imber agreed with me, and I said I kind of feel like we're back now. Yeah, wandering feels... around that, I kind of felt a bit like that, you know, mm. Mm. which is good. It yeah. is good. Yeah, just as long as you're still being safe and sensible. Yeah, I'm always safe. <laughs> always, <laughs> always. Um, but from that, uh, obviously, the, the news um, that we, we have to talk about, I think yep. we have to mention, and that is the loss of the legendary George Perez. Um, just announced. Um, very sad news. Obviously, if you um, if you're on the internet, you're aware of it. Um, and it's been uh, sad news, but also also just seeing the love pour out from comic fans. And I know yeah. that, that the family have been really touched by the support, haven't they? By the community and everything over there. Is it how, how long was he? Um, he was ill for it. Publicly for a few years. Oh well, it? yeah, I know yeah. he sort of retired from comic making, yeah. didn't he, due to his yeah. health? I'm not yeah. sure if that was connected. To be fair, yeah. I mean, after the after the who'd have thought that we'd lost the you know two giants, you know, big in guns, yeah, two weeks. You know, last week it was Neil Adams, and this week it's George Perez, and the, you know, comics is utterly a lesser place for the loss of them. Yes. Both of them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Agreed. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. When I was a kid, right, I used to. I was thinking about this when I was driving home last night. I used to. I used to write down the top my top five artists. I've got no, I've still got the notebook actually, and I'd write down my top five artists, my top five writers, my top five characters. You know, like a real sort of nerd that I was. And it was always between Perez and Byrne at the top of my list. One uh, week it'd be Perez, next week it'd be Byrne. Yeah, they were both so good. Perez is so lovely. I just just a joy to read his comics. You know, yeah, really was. Yeah, fun, fun. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what that's what comics is, and that, that's not to say that there weren't. You know, some serious themes, and there's some proper emotion going through, and mm. but it was yeah. always always kinetic and energetic, and you know, I mean, no really... hyperbole. If you if one artist draws five characters on a page, George would draw fifty. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. notch it up. But but yeah. not not just that, they're all distinct. Yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. such clean line to it, you know. I was looking through uh, Hulk, Future Imperfect, uh, yesterday, and like some of the detail in that is just unreal. Like it's okay. just so good. Like lots of there's one full page of like the uh, like a market scene, and just you can look at a market store and there's all the details in there. It's lovely yeah. craftsmanship. Um, you only got to look at Crisis. You know, yeah. Christ, look yeah. at that. And yeah. did he, how many characters did he play within that? You know, yeah, yeah. And then that was at the when I think it was volume three of the Avengers when he came back was was it with Kurt Busiak? That was just amazing. Mm. Yeah. A lot of his... Where did you first see him, guys? What was your sort of first exposure to him? Can you remember? I I, I I remember um I did um post something on Twitter about it, it was um Teen Titans uh, when it was in the UK weeklies. It was just reprints. Okay. It was just reprints. I can't uh, was it back mattering something? I think it was. Um but that was just you may hear me talk a little bit more about it later. Yeah. Um yeah. but that was a transformative um book for me in a lot of ways. And I'm not I'm not a DC guy and certainly you know i probably wouldn't recognize the titans now but but that, that for me that that teen titans era that that run is pretty much that's that's top of the list for me personally in, in a lot of ways now i know obviously i'm a big x-men fan and there was obviously the dark phoenix saga and that sort of but teen titans got me first okay because they, I mean? they were the, they were in competition they were the yeah them and legion yeah. were the three yeah. big team books weren't they yeah back then you know yeah 
Um, so yeah, that was Teen Titans for me. What were you, Dan? Mine, I think it'd have to be either Infinity Gauntlet or uh, uh, cool. Crisis. Yeah, kind of like mm. just you need kind of really read a comic and like take it in, really enjoy it, really like everything about it, and then only upon reflection you think, oh fucking hell, that's as George Perez on that, and yeah. It's uh, so much, yeah, so much. A, a lot of these covers, like, sign of a good cover when people homage it, and yeah, the, the crisis one where uh, Superman's holding uh, Supergirl or Superwoman, can't remember what the, the name Supergirl, I think it was. Supergirl. Yeah, uh, that's, one, that's, that picture that's, of that's him. one of the greatest covers of all time. I yeah, think, I think did you see that picture of him different. when he did it with a cosplayer? He was holding a cosplayer like, he was, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like Superman was, like, yeah, that's good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mine uh, was the Avengers, I think. I think I, I was first aware of him. I may have seen him, I think, probably before that in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu or something, or maybe Logan's Run or something. But it's when he did the um Wonder Man and Beast Avengers stuff, and like, oh, I just loved it. It was so clear, so well defined. And then, of course, he moved from there, didn't he, to New Teen Titans. Um, and I just just followed him wherever he went after that, you know. Mm. Wonder Woman stuff was great, yeah. God, so much. I mean, if, if you think about like an artist that's so good at doing a, a large team book, you know, with a, a large cast of characters. I mean, is, is there a, is there a better Avengers artist? If you think, yes, about do it. that thing, yeah. yeah, that team thing, yeah, yeah incredible. Because, when he did it on Titans, he did it on Justice yeah. League Avengers. It's just amazing, yeah. Um, because Avengers is such a rolling cast, isn't it? You know, sometimes yeah. it's it's hard to nail down. You know, that's just for me. He might be my Avengers artist as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't tell you who would be better than him. And did you meet him when? Did you yeah. meet him when we did MCM guys? Because no, I no, I did. He was he there? Was he there, well, maybe it's the next one on. I know I met him when I was doing the No yeah. Brow table. I can't remember which uh, one it was. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Lovely meeting him. He was so nice. Yeah, yeah. He's Real big. Shame. He's tall geezer. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, he was always nice with the, the fans. Just, just such a positive force for comics. And uh, yeah, know. I really that kind of attitude of like, like acknowledging the readers and fans rather than this kind of nose up in the air attitude that you do see sometimes. Mm. Obviously, he's not one of them. Neither was Neil Adams. Uh, yeah, Adams, yeah, very generous with their time. I think both yeah. of them in different ways, maybe. Yeah, I mean they're very different people, but yeah. they were our people. I think mm, yeah. is where I felt about it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so add our voices to the millions talking about how great he was because he's. Yeah. I mean, a, a bona fide legend. In, yeah. In the comics, that I I think a lot of people won't even get close. Yeah. To what he's done. So yeah, there, mm. there you go. Um, yeah. So, but he he also, I mean, Dan was speaking about some classic covers. Yeah, um, now we're going to move on slagging covers off. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, from from some classic covers. Good link there. Um, although you know, should we start? Should we start this off on a real high? Because I know, do we? Because Dan, you mentioned that classic Crisis cover. Yeah, mine's yes. a Perry's cover. But there's another yeah. one. Should, should we start with that just to keep you know, let's I agree. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. my my so we, we we all come up with a, a some good covers and some bad covers between us. And um we've shared them today, haven't we? Yeah. Um and mine was New Teen Titans, volume one, issue one, cover art by George Perez and Dick Giordano. Uh-huh. Um I remember where I was when I saw the advert to this, because it was an advert first, and um it's the team coming towards the camera, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I remember looking, I can even remember in, in my head thinking, 
because Teen Titans had kind of died a bit of a death years before, and it was kind of I think it'd gone by monthly, and you know it was wasn't really a thing. And then there was all these team, and then some of them were new, and some of them were old. And I'm like, oh, you know, who's that? Is that a cyborg? You know, is is that is that Wonder Woman or is that Wonder Girl? I can't remember. I haven't really seen Wonder Girl before. Um, isn't that d- that dude from Doom Patrol? You know, where are they? Are they in Gotham? And then there's in the foreground, there's sort of green hands, yeah, as if yeah. reaching out towards them, which they're running towards. And um, remember thinking, well, this is in a city though. This is in Gotham. Yeah. Well, does that mean these people have been transformed? You know, or are they aliens? Or have aliens landed? And it was such a big, bombastic, big burst of action. You know, like this is the team. This is and almost in each each person they're showing their powers on that cover. Yeah, yeah. The Flash is yeah. speeding. You know. Yeah, Raven is showing her powers. Beast Boy for, transforming. For me, yeah. for me, um, I mean, this is if you don't know this cover, it's a classic. It's been it, much it's an homage, absolute, it? a much yeah. homage. It's one of the classic, like you say, Tony. It's, it's running towards the reader. I will say, I've never been a fan of Robin. Never really been a fan of Robin unless he was in Teen, Teen Titans. And the okay, the, the image that's on the cover of Robin is a classic pose, mm. and it, yeah. it makes it makes him look really cool. And he's the leader. He's central. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, he's probably yeah. the leader now, you know, and all this sort of thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I actually freaked to that, and I couldn't wait to see the actual comic. It's yeah. got yeah. a great composition to it as well. When, yeah. when yeah. you get to see it, like, everything's drawn in. Like, all the hands are pointing to the centre. You've got the, the column of, like, fire explosions behind them that kind of... Yeah. The Raven's cloak kind of encompassing them. It's great. Yeah. It's, almost it's, got it's, this, the... it's, it's almost got this real... Um... Because Robin is sort of front and centre, it doesn't lean too heavily on the Batman. You know, oh, Robin's mm, not, not yeah. as powerful as Batman, so we need to put... Ba- like a lot of modern publishers do, Batman's got to be somewhere there on the cover so that we know it's, yeah. it's, it's a Batman. It'd be an issue too, wouldn't it? But, you know, the way that he's crafted the Raven pose almost has this Batman-like influence to it. Do you yeah. know what okay. I mean? It's, so it, it sort of... I think that's... Uh, for a DC fan as well, that's subliminally uh, a, yeah, comforti- a comforting yeah. sort of the, the big shape. cloak above, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. above Robin. Yeah. But also, it's one of those things that is almost counterintuitive because as you look at it, it doesn't work because has the Flash just arrived? You know, yeah, I know. Why, yeah. why are they all running at the same speed as Robin? You know, it's almost yeah. like that. It doesn't mm. work, but it's it's such a great visual yeah. introduction to a team that makes you want to find out about it. It's yeah. also yeah. the kind of we mentioned this subject before but an issue one of a comic the cover you're going to put on an issue one is going to be completely different to the cover of, yeah. of issue two yeah uh you know the, the issue ones are usually generic well roughly speaking they're like a, a pin-up usually aren't they yeah we're going to get that yeah. yeah that's a big bugbear isn't it yeah but, uh, a pin-up on the front cover of issue one fine that's like that's what you're getting uh but this is more than that this is i know yeah oh, every yeah, cover yeah. has to tell a story i know we we do like that yeah but this does tell, you know, you, you in, intuit, don't you? You you re- try and work out what's happening. Yeah, what's going on here? What's going on? Yeah, here, what's going on? yeah I agree. It's mm. uh, it's a good one. It's a really powerful stand test of time, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. What about you guys? Are you going to do your good ones, or do you want to? Yeah, I'll do my good one. Sticking the knife in now. I'll do my good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, let, I went, let's start positively. I <laughs> I went through the past three weeks on Comicsology, and I picked out like I, I thought I'm going to do a recent one, and right. I picked out a Batman Beyond one because it absolutely oh, yeah. like stuck out to me. Uh, it's Batman Beyond Neo Year issue two. Uh, I'm going to have to pass on the eyes because I'm not quite sure. And essentially, it's got Terry. Is that the Batman Beyond? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's kind of like in the center of kind of like this uh, abstract pattern circling behind him, around him are kind of all uh, clowns and sort of myth misfits kind of coming in on him. It's like a top shot down. And then they appear to be like in the mouth of, I imagine like the futuristic Joker and it's kind of like all these broken teeth like coming in on him. And the composition and the layout's really nice. The kind of, the, the, the black figure of uh, Batman sort of, and makes a nice like focal point. It's 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 really intriguing. I really like it because he seems to be like falling into them, and they're all coming in and and trying to grab him. I think it's uh, Max Dunbar. There he goes on the cover. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really I really like it. I think it really works as a cover. It kind of caught me on the thumbnow. It's got uh, a little bit of the retro Adam West Batman feel about it as well to me. I yeah. think you sort of kind yeah. Of- it's, it's lean, leaning into the trip, trippy nature because it, it yeah. does a little psychedelic. Obviously, you've got the swirly, the classic. It, it, that that sort of spiral shape is the classic. Mm. You're going to this weird place. Um, yeah, I think, and I lo- I really like the colours. Like you know, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's Batman Beyond. He's the darkest thing in Batman yeah. Beyond, isn't he? Everything else is because like... everyone else. The the, cost, the costumes for everyone else are quite detailed, where his yeah. is quite plain. I think they make the mistake often with him just to have black and red covers. I think it's the easy go-to, isn't yeah. it? They're the two sort of prominent and put him out at nine. So this black and red thing back becomes you're gonna intensely me- boring. You you're going to mention this, like, when you do that all the time, it's like, what yeah. issues this? What trades this? Yeah, yeah. Like this already. Yeah. yeah. And when it becomes yeah. like, over-familiar, you're just like, you overlook it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't become clever. It, it, I don't want a cover to be, oh, that's a clever image of a hand coming through the ice. It means mm. nothing to me. Just fucking... Tell a story. I I, mu- I must it. say this is um because I haven't really popped my head into the 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 main two publishers much. It's one of the first times, and uh, I've noticed the the lozenge. I'm going to use the word lozenge, word of the day. Hmm. Um, in the top left for the logo, and obviously the number, and the sort of graphic symbol of whatever this this book is from. I quite, yeah, that's quite common now. Yeah, I okay. quite like yeah. that design. I quite so like it. the back, yeah. the back office or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so the families of titles. It's it's quite clear. I like that idea of like you know there, there's a quick reference. The numbers very clear. Um, you got the the name of the creators underneath. I think the only thing that I um and the the logo title is pretty clear. It's Neo Neo Year Neo Year is not that clear. Yeah, it's it? not good. Yeah. yeah. That bottom left thing, I'm not sitting. No, I know, been I know about that. Age is 13 plus, dccomics.com. Is yeah. that something they're doing? Because when you've got that on a. On the, I can't, I haven't got any in front of me. If you've um, got that on a shelf, that will be the information that you see, that left hand column, won't it? Certainly not on the other back titles. I wonder if yeah. that's a digital only. Maybe a digital it, only. It, yeah. yeah. It's, it's on the one I'm about to talk about as well. In a okay. Um, I'm just dragging up some. I, I think, I think I the it. only thing that um, I would say about this comic, may, maybe to add to it, is just one of those classic, you know, let's have a bit of text on the, you know, running along the bottom. I mean, it could interfere with those teeth on the bottom, but you know that sort of like you know, falling into peril yeah. or something like yeah. you know some sort of classic comics. Yeah, that's the funny yeah. thing. The the physical ones have um like the barcode box. Ah, uh, okay, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, doesn't the barcode box have like a? Is part of yeah, that, it's part it? of that. Yeah, we're on the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why it's not on the digital copy. Because it's be interesting to know who actually reads that, who actually uses that as a guide, as a guide. If you do, listeners, please let us know. Things like that are always interesting, I think. Um, yeah, this is a strong one. Uh, do you know what I, what I like about this pick, Dan? It's a Batman cover, and it's got colour in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not raining. I mean, a yeah. rarity. 
It's not. It's not grim. I mean, there's obviously the potential for violence about to happen on it, yeah. um, but there's there's a colour and there's an energy to it, um, and that that is sorely lacking in a lot of covers. Which yeah. you might I always find like the Batman Beyond stuff. You can put your foot down a little bit when it comes to kind of the, the yeah. wacky stuff because of yeah. the world it's set in. But... Yeah, yeah, the villains are full colour on, aren't they? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's... and I I think um, in a lot of ways. The publishers sort of overlooks it, don't they? Because he's not he's not a main Batman, so they can probably get away with a little bit more. Dare yeah, I say not hyper intense scrutiny yeah. on the title. Yeah, hmm. um, from, yours, Vince? from Batman Beyond to another DC one. I um I was basically went into the well the slog that is a Comicsology browse for my ones, um, but I, I'm not going to go on about that. But I actually picked a one I believe from this week. Um, it's from a title that I haven't been reading. It's another DC title. This is Task, Vo- Task Force Z. Number seven, no doubt. I'm not reading this one. I'll probably read it on the DC app. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, thing, the thing is, I didn't know about this, but, you know, if I get hold of the DC app, I might try an issue or two of this series. Mm. Um, this is Task Force Z. I don't even... Really know, Z for zombie. Zombies. I don't even know right. what it means. But I I do know that this is a this is a cover that's just the straight up heads of characters mm. on a black background. So three by With, three grid, isn't it? Yeah, three by three grid of some some Batman related. They're always Batman related characters, aren't they? Um, now normally that isn't really interesting to me, but this one's got some nice colours going on. It's dark. There's the, the zombified sort of details. I do really like the art um, on it. Um, it does also sort of along the back in very clear white writing who's joining the team so it's it's almost got that classic comics sort of yes, style to it yeah. that like it it asks a question and gives you a potential answer on that cover which i think a lot of classic comics used to do didn't it they used to sort of well, used go, to get it with the avengers didn't yeah. you like who's who's going to be in the yeah. avengers this yeah. time yeah. around and stuff like that yeah i used to like that yeah um so this is a potential i you know looking at this cover you know i'm not knowing about this book I don't know who's in the team, but I would look at that and thinking, there's, you know, that's the choice. Who's this going to be? Um, the other things I like about this cover and design, obviously, I've harped on about sometimes with with covers. Um, it's got that lozenge on the top left. It's got like a bullseye here, which I don't know necessarily what that means for the universe, but it's quite clear. I really like that logo. <laughs> the logo is quite sort of like it's big, flashy. It's against black. It's um, it's very. Um, it looks like something from a sort of zombie movie. Do you know what I mean? That you probably rent on a DVD. But they've they've added like a sort of simple glow to it, which makes it look like it's irradiated. Um, so they're just. It's just not. It's not trying to. It's not going too far. It's just, just, trying to be effective without like pushing the boat out. And I, yeah, it just caught me. Out of all of them, I thought, oh, I really like that. And I think I would say on this cover, the title when I was just doing the brows. Um, the title was one of the things that caught me first because it's so clear and crisp. Oh yeah, really pops. Um, which isn't the case with some other titles, which we may get into in a bit. But yeah, that's my one. Uh, Task Force Z. Um, so. Presumably, all those characters—they're not dead. I don't know. So I don't. I don't, think I don't know the story behind it. See, yeah. these, oh, these questions—I want to find out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I look. I look at it, and I, you know, I'm not gonna. We've you know, got from the top. It's Poison Ivy, Batwoman. I think that's Scarecrow. Scarecrow, Penguin, Penguin Joker. Joker, Riddler. Is that right? 
Raisha, 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 yeah, old Rafe, uh, Catwoman, and that's Nightwing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it makes the good thing about that. It makes me want to buy it. it makes me yeah. want to read it. What's yeah. this about? You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's so it works for me. That's yeah. what a cover is supposed to do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's yeah. the primary thing. So, get you to pick up and open the, open the book up. Yeah, we've got a wide range of you know from classic to design to just action packed covers there that, that we like, and obviously, let us know what you think think about them. Um, you know, look whether you look them up online afterwards, or have a look at the the little pictures that we'll post. Plus, a little insight into our little taste. Um, but speaking of taste. <laughs> Here we go. You ready? <laughs> yeah. um, we're not actually, uh, you know, I, I think this is hopefully. I think a, some of this I, is editorial dictates as yes, well. Yes. Certainly yeah. from my point of view. Um, yeah. It's not particularly the the way the character is drawn on the cover, yeah. but I think maybe it's an approach that has become the norm recently. Yeah. Um, Shall I do? Is it back to me again? Yeah, go, yeah you yeah. go first. Yeah. Let's, stick, let's stick with it. Okay. So my main um, bugbear is just putting that because i don't people know this but there's the actual name of the comic on the top of the comic cover right Mm -hmm. so just putting if it's a comic about batman just having a picture of batman on it Mm -hmm. doesn't fucking work because it happens so much yeah and it doesn't work for a number of reasons firstly when i buy a comic i buy a lot of comics right as a lot of people do and they go in and i don't go in with a my laptop with me or um, my notebook full of what i've got I go in there with a visual memory of what I own and what I don't own. And if all the comics are so, all the, for example, Batman comics all have a, such a similar image on the cover, I don't know where I am. Right. right. Now that's counterproductive to sales because people are going, well, I can't tell whether I've read this or not. I'm not even going to pick it up. Hmm. You know? God, so, if, you, if there's variants involved as well, you'll end up. Variants. Like- yeah. Which is another disaster. Hmm. Now, there's a few that I'm going to mention that do this. Um, and I think. And also, I think people can't afford to buy comics twice, so that puts them off if they can't remember where they've got it or not. Mm-hmm. So I, this is just a simple trawl through. I went to the Marvel app and the DC app, and the it, almost like the first things have come up. So on the went to the Marvel app, and there's a there's a cover of the death of Doctor Strange number five um, by Kari Andrews, and I like Kari Andrews' work. I think his Iron Fist stuff was brilliant. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's a great artist. But this is just a picture or half a picture of Doctor Strange face, Jane's face doing a spell. It's it's a lovely bit of artwork. It's nice, um, but it's just yeah. I know but, it's a Doctor Strange comic because it says it on it. I you think know. I think especially if it's called the Death of Doctor Strange, there's got to be some sort of narrative going on there. And we you need, need to, to know, know where you are in it. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's a trading card. Yeah, yeah, yeah is what it is. That's all and, that is, man. And I will yeah. say, that we're, like, we're going to talk about these 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 covers for the most part. For the most part. Um, the art, the the actual images that are on, are they're, they're fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, my Talent- examples are. Yeah, yeah, talented creators and it's craftsmanship wise. Yeah, oh, it's, it's beautiful. Like, it's, great. it's just let down. But like you say, Tony, I think a lot of it is editorial mandate or publishing mandate. Yeah, I think so. Which adds, I think, yeah, muddies the waters. See yeah. this to someone going in a, in a shop and says, "Oh, I've just in the Doctor Strange movie. I want to buy a Doctor Strange comic." It's it's almost like clickbaity isn't it because it's got a picture but someone who's reading the Doctor Strange series goes I don't know if I've read five because all these covers yeah. are just pictures mm. of Doctor that, Strange that looks more like a number you know? one 
Alex yeah. Morgan yeah. won. For instance, exactly. to do it occasionally. Yeah, yeah you, you know, it's all been film. done occasionally. Yeah. But if you do it, if you do it all the time, you're just fucking lost. Yeah. 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 You, so you I did, walk, like you say, you walk out of that film, you think, I want Doctor Strange. Oh, he's doing magic on that cover. Pick it up. Yeah. Open it. You don't know what's going on. No, no, exactly. Like he dies in this one. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. pin-up for uh, an issue one is like you can you can get away with a, uh, a pin-up cover. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. It's kind of like half of the course, but yeah. that yeah. is fucking. Yeah. But also, there's there's a, an immediacy, there's a, a drama, there's a melodrama, there's there's a piece of character about putting what happens in the story on the cover, and yes. it involves the person viewing the cover in the narrative, in and that you're pulled into the gang, you're pulled into the story. And you want to keep going with what the, what's happening in the story. Just putting the character on the cover does not aid for people to pick it up unless you just randomly go in a comic shop and want to pick a Batman cover up. Mm. Yeah, look, yeah. Can I piggyback on this? Once yeah, you yeah. Fin- go for you, it. You, you, fin- you finished, Tony. Well, I've got two, two more examples. Do you want me to do, do them and then... Uh, uh, yeah, do, yeah, do your examples. Okay. I'll see if my examples... Are, okay, cool. Are, are, so, yours, yeah, yeah. so my, my next one is... So the Batman Rebirth series, the current Batman series, number 61... It's just a picture of Batman punching nothing in the air. Um, and that's by Tony Daniel. Again, he's a great artist. I like Tony Daniel's work, but this is just fucking dull. Why is um, he smashing? And, is he what? smashing glass or something? But like, because it's because the red colouring, it's, it's strange. It looks like it? a ticker tape parade a bit, doesn't it? Like he's mm. punching on a, standing on the top of a float. Yeah. I don't really understand what's happening there. Um, yeah, that's just, I mean, it's just, I don't know if these are things, oh, we haven't got to cover this week. What we got? Fucking hell, that logo is massive. You know? On his chest, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> anyway. signature also quite quite massive on the page. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is, I mean, you can actually pick any issue of Gotham City Sirens and get exactly the same. Now, I understand why we get that butt shot in it. You know, we're all red blooded men and red blooded people and ladies and whatever. But the every single issue of Gotham City Sirens is just a drawing of one of the characters. There's no story to drag you in at all. There, yeah. nothing at all. Yeah. I tell you what, what is another thing? You know, this like this is another. It's 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 a pinup. It's a poster. You know, yeah. Lo- lo- it's lovely a, it's as a sales it is. poster for the inside of a comic shop door or something. You know, selling sex. That essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that is. Cover. Um, is that what modern readers want with Harley? I'm not sure. I don't know. He's more of a sort of Deadpool character at this point. Isn't yeah. Um, another thing that is just egregious to me is that big black band across the top that says Batman Return. I don't Reborn. know. Reborn. Reborn. Yeah. Oh, see, I couldn't read it. Batman Reborn. Yeah. It's a shame because that pill thing they got going on, they've kind of not done it with that. And is this yeah. an old? This is an older. This book, is older. Yeah. Oh this yeah, November nine. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a feature. It's actually a featured comic on the front of the um, DC Unlimited. And okay. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've posted up some example. Uh, we had a folder. I was sending images back and forward, and that whole kind of character in front of a color or something, not yeah. really doing much, is just. Pre- prevalent, isn't it? Prevalent. Yeah. Like, I want someone they're, they're shouting, stu- like I want somebody shouting. I, I'm, he's going to kill me, or yeah. you know, who's stolen my hammer? You know, I think that's why we need word balloons and covers yeah. because yeah. it aids to the storytelling and it, it gives. It's like you know, if you don't buy this comic, the Flash is going to die. That's yeah. like an immediate heartstring, isn't it? You know. Also, also these these characters are obviously design, when they do these covers, they're obviously designed to be alluring. They're designed to be sexy yeah. and stuff like that. But they can still be that whilst falling from a building trying to save one another or yeah. something like that. They, they, yeah, yeah. You can still have them be or being badass and just kicking someone in the face really hard. You know, something that tells a story rather um, than is just pin yeah. up after pin up after pin up. You got that one someone posted up this Spider Woman cover, issue twenty one. This is this is the ones that are 
tallying up with your yours, Tony, because uh, yeah, yeah, the why right. I wanted to piggyback because the ones I picked were Spider Woman issue twenty one. Okay. Um, it says yeah. So did I you see this in the chat? This one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel Beyond the Limit number five of five. Okay, these have the same thing. Now, so they're this, series finales. Yes, yeah, these are both series finales, um, and, and uh, apparently the Spider Woman is a knockdown, drag out series finale of a series that's got to issue twenty one. That's quite a big deal in this day and age. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. I think they sort of stopped bothering by the end of the series, didn't they, on this one? <laughs> yeah, it's just a flash saying a knockdown, drag out series finale, and uh, once again, very well, well rendered. Uh, sort, of, I'm not sure who does the cover actually. Um, Spider Woman, sort of like falling towards the reader like, yeah, sort like of fist first yeah i don't know how how the physics work but you know the artwork looks great but there's nothing going on oh the the logo winds me up there man they've tried yeah. to make the logo join in with the buildings thus making it fucking invisible yeah uh, yeah. yeah plus her hair is is covering part of it yeah. um the... what is it with things covering logos these days <laughs> i mean what you is could, it you could change that background she's on into anything because yeah. she's not interacting with the background, right. really. Right. At least with this one, there is a massive inconsistency with with Marvel's sort of. When we're talking about DC, then having that lozenge in the in the corner, creators' names underneath it, bam! It's almost like here's your template. Do yeah. the lovely artwork, but here's your template. Great. Marvel's consistency is all over the fucking shop because you get this Spider Woman, which has the, like the cover is by Jung Gwen Yoon. There you go. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, lovely. Well, no it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a lovely cover. But um, and you've certainly got the, the creators underneath this week. It it upsets me, that Marvel fucking logo in the corner. How how so it's just stuck on. They don't this care feels really, anymore. really ill-considered, that. They yeah. don't, really ill-considered. What happened to that? Like, oh, we all know Marvel's a brand. Let's not... Let's not beat around the bush they are a brand so let's see a bit of branding at least dc yeah. are trying at least yeah. dc are trying to to do something um but then you look at the miss marvel and it's just like a, it's just got a marvel logo with a number five underneath and the creator's names are above the logo um yeah. there's and this it's miss marvel and uh i guess that's the latest version wasp. of wasp isn't it um on this cover and that's it they look it's like by, um, Michelle Ahmed. That cover. Oh, nice. I don't um, really know what's going on because, kind of like Miss Marvel's kind of posed up, ready to sort of throw half for a punch, and the wasp is just sort of like dreamily, sort of like floating yeah. in front of her. Yeah, yeah. It like, looks like what's this? Yeah, they're preparing for something, but preparing for what? And if this is number five of Beyond the Limit, surely by now. There's, there's villains and there's stakes and stuff. Yeah. Let's have something that's a bit of... What, let, what was finish. the cliffhanger of the previous issue on four? How did it end? Yeah. To get yeah. them to pick up five. And that yeah. should be the point that you're kind of trying to illustrate. Oh, yeah. Ooh, let's have a look. You can see the full series. Right. Here's a, here's a thing. See, on issue four, see, the rest of the issues seem to have something more going on with them. Right. There seems seems to be telling more of a story. Like issue four, there's Miss um, Marvel seems to be caught in like a snow globe of some kind. Um, although all of the title, all of these issues don't have like one of those, you know, trapped in a snow globe or you know they don't have yeah. anything like that. It's just a nice bit of art. Um, yeah, issues and issue one has the traditional, 
you know that sort of pin-up cool scene but the rest of them seem to be doing something more and you issue get to... three is telling a story isn't it it's yeah more interesting yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you see them all at, at, yeah i've just i'm just googled them, just yeah. them yeah. Now, yeah but issue five nothing i don't i don't understand it i don't that's a very bizarre cover <laughs> it's um i mean i know we speak about law of diminished in terms in, in terms of sales but come on, you've only got five issues. Come on, come on, publishers. I'm not. I, I'm saying it's not the creative team. I mean, who knows about deadlines and all this kind of stuff? Yeah. But that is, well, if if a series it doesn't aid finished, to sales, man, it doesn't no. aid people to going. Have I read this one or not? What you know? Yeah. There's nothing going on on the cover. I don't know what's yeah. happening. Yeah. The rest yeah. of the the rest of the issues, they're, they're different. I mean, the problem you said you were having, Tony, with you know, with these other Batman ones, you would see the rest of them. I know I will. <laughs> looking at them now, the rest of the issues. There's the designer part of me that's like, just be consistent. Stop moving the logo around. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Like, that oh should God. be like that should be <sighs> templated in every yeah. issue. It's virtually you take the cover away and the cover below it is yeah. that all the the masthead and everything's in the same spot because of every single issue. Cover art is cover art. You know when you see the classic like um, if you're buying original pages and stuff. Part of the beauty. I've seen some of these original like cover images. It's because they've blocked out that space where the logo's going to go or where the other yeah. bits are going to go. Um, if someone's like, here's your cover, and it doesn't fit in with the design, you haven't created a cover. You haven't created a pinup. You, you've created a pinup, not a cover. Yeah. It has the, to be a distinction, doesn't it? The thing with like things overlapping the logo is now become norm. And mm. I don't know why we're doing it. Yeah. It just seems silly. Every so often it's quite cool to have you know, Thor's hammer or something, but... It just seems to be con- here's a question for you then if this is a five issue mini series yeah? yeah yeah which would be put into a trade paperback fairly quickly normally you know not mm-hmm. always um do you want a new image for the trade paperback or are you happy with one of the covers from the series going on there <sighs> i'd rather have something different i would have something different yeah yeah, yeah. i would okay. have something different but make it quite clear that it's the collection of this yeah. series do you yeah. know what i mean I mean, like um, going into the themes of the trade, for instance, like using those some of those elements for the whole in, the entire story that can yeah. be summed up in the cover. I mean, usually you, the the covers are issue specific, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, mm, yeah, yeah, something that yeah encompasses the whole storyline. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And plus, it's nice if you're buying a trade, you know, which mm-hmm. they aren't cheap these days. Often they're more expensive than buying freaking single issues altogether. You know, it's nice to have something else on there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, trade dresses. Trade dresses. Another thing as well. Um, and, uh, just to tally on what you're saying there is, I I often can't lose my place when I'm buying a comic in trades because all the covers are so similar. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the my case in point for that is Hellboy and BPRD. Mm. I, I can't remember where I am. Yeah, very they all look so similar. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's one thing to have a template, isn't there? And that, well, you know, you yeah. have the template, but for God's sake, make the we, images striking. My approach is <laughs> telling a story and, and having words on the cover aids to that ability to mm. me to find out where I am. You know, mm. we might approach this subject before, but how do you feel about covers being drawn by someone who isn't the interior artist? I mean, that happens all the fucking time. Sometimes nowadays. it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, I think if it's drawn by a different artist, it still needs to relate to the issue. A, yes. a lot, a lot of the times they've brought in another artist, and it's just a pinup. Yeah, 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 and it's it's like no, you know, do do that as a variant or whatever. <laughs> Alex Ross. <laughs> <Yeah. Alex Ross. laughs> um, but yeah, I th- I think it usually sh- it should always have something something to do 
like a comic from cover to back cover I know there's ads and stuff but it should be a complete unit that works everything should work to aid the rest the inside should you know that the cover should open draw you in and then the issue then the story does the rest of the work and by the end of it you want to pick up another one and it's cyclical a lot of these covers are just so boring I know a lot of effort has been put into write an interesting story often draw an interesting story yeah and the cover needs to make a person buy that single comic not that series that's not what it's about if I it should make me want to buy Savage Dragon 121 yeah not just Savage Dragon yeah you know and see what's happening that's the problem these covers seemingly are just so generic they're just for like Joe Public who walks in and wants to get a Savage Dragon comic. Well, not so that's a bad example because he does some excellent covers. But like Batman, especially, is terrible for this. Hmm. You know, it's just these constant same images of Batman standing in a different fucking rooftop. Yeah. So I mean, for kind of like a small press crap in your uh, comic app for the first time, obviously Batman's got Batman sales, so they're going to pin up a Batman on the comic. You got a better chance than a small press creator of doing a pinup of your character on the comic. Yeah, you got to be doing something. You got to have yeah. got to have something a bit more to it. I'd Personality, say. action, interesting. Just, yeah, yeah they, all different things on there. Yeah, that pickup ability kind of you see. It, oh, I wonder what that's about, and you got you're in there. But when yeah, you got to be. It's a tricky one. Mm. I tell you mm. what, it's fascinating looking at these latest issues and then just doing a quick scan of the rest of the art leading up to it I, I mean? so, honestly think there might be an ed- editorial kind yeah. of something that's come down to say right this is what the cover's going to be because we found out this is what sells or whatever do you know what i mean not yeah. as opposed to an artistic so. because you look at these uh the covers we've mentioned so far and there's some real craftsmanship in there like the people are doing it know what they're doing there's yeah i mean that spider-man one there's like folds on the fabric the the, the muscle contours like yeah the, the costume fit into a, a frame it's I haven't read. Yeah, it's you not know, I'm, I'm literally judging a book by its by its yeah. cover. Yeah, but, most but that's of what t- it needs to be on a shelf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I hope to God, it, like these are great series, each and every but one you, that we're talking. Do you about. think this playing? I mean, the Batman wasn't it just went on and on. So monotonous <laughs> yeah. cover. Yeah. Yeah. I think you bought it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as usual, the word mug is spelled on my forehead. But the do you, playing devil's advocate with, the, especially the Tony Daniel one there, and maybe the Carrie Andrews one. Do you think they buy it? in order to use it elsewhere as well. And they said, so they've got that Tony Daniels image of Batman. It's a very well-drawn image of Batman. And they're thinking, well, we can put this on the cover of the Spanish trade. We can put this on some yeah, um, maybe. posters or banners we're going to use at San Diego this year. You know, do you think there's this sort of multiple use of stuff so they are more attracted to this pin-up more, single image because it's reusable? It's like a piece of commercial art as opposed yeah. to the comic cover. Mm, Potentially, yeah. Tony, yeah. Mm. yeah. It could be. Um, another thing that's annoying about that Batman one as well is part one of a story. You got yeah. you, if you're going to kick off a story or end a story, it's got to be so uh, yeah nightmares. Yeah, I th- I think that's a problem with a lot of Batman titles, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're totally over. In, you know, there's so much oversaturated yeah. with Batman these days. There's so much you can't yeah. keep up with it. You know, I yeah. buy four four Batman comics um, a month, and I'm I'm not only I'm like of the Batman books out there, you know. Yeah. Do you read them all, T? I do at the moment, yeah. I've okay. now made a rule to myself. So I read my pool list um, uh, at least that. I usually buy it on a Saturday morning. I'll read it at the weekend. Okay. So for the last three weeks, I think Vince said to me a few weeks ago, and it kind of, he was, I made him right. He said, yeah, but you, they just fucking pile up and you were right. Do you know what I mean? 
And I thought, right, I'm going to make sure, even if I just sit and have a coffee at the train station on the way home, I'll yeah. read them all. You know, I kind of had to discipline myself to them. Some okay. of them, they're a slog, and some of them I've been quite, sort of pleasantly surprised with, you know. That's um, interesting. Both. Yeah. 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 But they, we pay a lot of money for these, so we sh- we should be reading them. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a terrible thing to yeah. say in it, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. You know. Um, right, so I jumped on uh, Tony's for that one. Dan, Dan what hey. what's one another one you want to mention? Uh, this is the, the, we're going to go to my my one. It's <laughs> out of oh, all God, of them, like, yeah. this one absolutely jumped out to me because it. This is the uh, one that we thought was the worst. <laughs> this, I think this is the worst of the bunch. I mean, yeah. if someone posted this up in uh, the Slack groups and I'm looking for feedback on this. Yeah. I'd be like, don't go to press for this. Yeah. It's yeah. really substandard. It's really poor. Uh, the artistic merit be- in it is. Before nil. you start, Dan, I think we want fit. I've got one more to mention. I'll go for okay. it. Yeah. And I think I think yours needs to be the last one. We might be end on that one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Th- That's I, how I'll keep it waiting. Yeah. Um I I picked out one more. Oh yes. Oh god. Yeah. This is one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the it's one that started this, isn't it? That one. Uh, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> We're following the Miller example here. You know, like you yeah. build up to the yeah. end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the yeah. This is the one I just out of the blue. I just sent them an image and just probably irate about it. <laughs> that was probably irate. This is uh, the Vampire Slayer number one. This is awful. From Boom this Studios. Is terrible. Um, for those who didn't know, this is from wor- the world of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um. And this cover, what to where do I start? It's a um, litany of fucking just things that are wrong. It looks just... like uh, there's some lovely rendered images of characters that I presume are in this book. Um, well, they're but, past characters, so you've got yeah. uh, Willow, right. the oh, yeah, the slayer that took over from Buffy after she yeah. died, after yeah, Faith died. Uh, Anya, top left. Yeah. Uh, you got Angel, top right. Bloody hell, your Buffy knowledge is yeah. surprising me. Oh, Buffy perhaps boy. We, perhaps we should do a... Buffy's a good series. Special. Yeah, I did like Buffy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a good series. Um, and, uh, yeah. You're doing well to make them out, though, because they're just weird, because they seem to have this sort of... Someone stained their faces. Yeah, they've all got the same weird shadow. shadow that doesn't... On yeah. a couple of them, it looks like they've just got a birthmark. It looks like kind of like Batman's flying overhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be- because they're, they're lit up by... Uh, like a big white shape in the but where's center. the light source for those stains? The light seems to be coming from. I think it's supposed to be coming from below. Yeah, right, like yeah, the okay. light source is supposed to be the center of the page. Because in the center of the page, there's like a silhouette of like a figure in a kind of like fighting stance, and they're glowing white. It's like a, a white yeah. out cover, isn't it, Vince? Yeah, yeah, and they're clearly in some sort of. Um, it looks like a, the, the standard Buffy holding a. You can see it like they're holding a stake. Yeah. If, if you really look at it. Um, but the faces look like they're in the doctor's waiting room. They look like they look. And they're like all in different so, sizes. They're yeah, not, just so they're dispassionate. Not there. Yeah, um, and if that wasn't bad enough, the design of this cover, uh, design of typography, someone Ugh. has just thrown this together. At the bottom, from the world of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Fair enough, I can read that. That's clear enough. That's that's yeah. probably one of the reasons I actually know what this book is. See, but, I would <laughs> have that left aligned or right aligned in white, not over the central figure. See, I. You see in the you see in this the, the space yeah. on, on on the left girl on the left chest or on the yeah. one on the right. Yeah, the logo. Oh. 
I actually I went to say something and it's I'm speechless. <laughs> I mean, when you think of the, when you think of vampires, what color would you instantly jump to? Red. Red. Yeah. What color do you think they come with, listener? <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Wait. Um, yeah, they went for yellow. Not only that, you've got uh, the vampire slayer is is obviously the title. Um, they covered up a lot, uh, a bit of the word vampire with the word slayer. Yeah. Uh, um, the choice of fonts is pretty much whatever someone's found when they've done a drop down menu of the fonts the that are available. And Acrobat, or, Ab- oh, sorry, Illustrator. Above that, they've got a different font being used for the creators that are just stacked haphazardly. Um, that font should be the same as from the world of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. So just from a design perspective, the fonts going on. I'm having a nosebleed. We've got about four font, <laughs> four or five fonts. The the number one is tucked in the right, um, uh, almost like Angel's got a hair clip on that happens well, to be chopped off half, one. well, a third of Angel's face, which is a really unfortunate uh, crop. They, yeah, you'll. I mean, I think if we post it, lovely listeners, you'll see why. Yeah. This oh, I know who the um, who the central figure is now. I've just looked it up. Okay. Yeah. Who is it? Hang on. We're... Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers for the next ten seconds. If you're going to read this. Willow, huh? Okay, yawn. Uh, well, well, that was uh... so the 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 Hang on, isn't she jump... on the isn't she in the background the cover? Well, I only said that because it's I saw it. Unfortunately, it's a beaten call article, but yeah, but the slayer on... power can jump to anyone in the earth, but it goes to Willow. Okay, so <laughs> so hang, 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 hang on, what? So this litany of characters on the cover is who it could it could be. be. It I can't be it Angel. Could be. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the design. Is like it's going to be someone new that is exploding yeah. into the world of everyone else. A concept that could be quite interesting if it was. One of them was already a Slayer. The one in the top left is a demon. Yeah, the, the cover's by somebody called Goni Montez, by the way. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 I, I, I don't have any problem with the rendering of the, the figures. I think that the lighting. I think some is, of the shadowing's a bit the, off. The shadowing's yeah. strange, but I don't. I, yeah. I, and, but this is a cover that the design immediately offended me. Yeah, very, um, Boom Studios, come on! Especially if you've got a title, you know, something that's built into a franchise that surely is. This looks like it's just been sorted out by the end of the day. You know, you've got the Buffy typography that font. I mean, unless they're not allowed to use that font, surely you could do something similar, like a, a blood splat font or something for yeah. vampire. Uh, I don't know. It's just mm. yeah, very very poor choices on this one. Yeah, that's one. Well, again, Vince. For his birthday, yeah, <laughs> yeah get, get, get me that. Probably it is. Oh, at the end of the show, I'll read out Vince's home address, and you can all send him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Something um, else. Yeah, so yeah, that was the other one. I've I completely forgot I had that one as well. Um, yeah, it's a travesty. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Dan, I don't find my one quite as offensive as that. I've got to say, because but well, we started going on in this one in this Ian Fleming's what, James. What? Wait, wait till you start getting into it, Dan. Come on. Okay, yeah, let me get the head of steam up. Himeros, is that the <laughs> word? I'm not sure what that means. I think so. I don't know. Uh, and it's James Bond with uh, a lovely lady, it's sort of with their not guns so out. Not so lovely. Uh, and it's, like the other's got some, the other covers we talked about have got some actual craftsmanship and some skill behind them. But the artist. I don't know what they was doing on this one. It's like I said, if this was posted up on our Slack Slack group, asking for legitimate feedback on this cover, I'd say I think you need to 
think about this one again because it's really poorly done very very bad it's just i've looked at some of the other covers in this series and this is by far and away the, the worst some yeah. of the other ones are not too bad yeah yeah just just have a look yeah at they them. aren't i'm just looking at some of them they're yeah. actually not too bad they are they are and some of them actually tell stories then they're fairly sort of iconic but hmm. i'm just looking at yeah some of them are okay yeah, I mean, they, they've they've gone for that. It's got like a sort of pulp novel sort of feel, or not, you know, like like a real old pulp novel, isn't it? Like, sort of like hands yeah. on. But if you put this in for A level art, you might get a D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the woman's face. The kind of you got Bond looking uh, off to the left, and the woman's kind of looking right at you, and the face is terrible. For some reason, kind of there's no shade, hardly any shading on her face or hair, but then there's heavy spot blacks used on bond and some on her uh the the detailing on the guns uh which obviously bonds using his water ppk it looks like they just shrunk a gun and put it in her hand you know kind of like if you gave yeah. a, it's told a like 12 year old draw a gun and then you'd get something like that like because they don't use reference or anything it's like yeah. you kind of know it's sort of a gun there's no handle popping out the bottom of a underneath so if you took her off the cover and just left him on there it would be okay yeah i agree um mm. but they're sort of almost like it's they found this like sticker of a really badly drawn woman and just stuck it on the top of the yeah. cover mm. i don't uh, i don't know what's going on and that's what's it's, going it's on underneath like, the arm it, it, that shadow underneath the arm is yeah. just like a horrible dirty mark it's like yeah. the, uh, there's someone's traced uh like a picture that you find on those bad like um fairground rides you know the ones yeah. that have, like, yeah. terminator yeah. and sarah cut you know yeah. and freddie it looks like a drawing of a lady that you'd find in a crazy person's notebook yeah yeah um now <laughs> what i will say about this book obviously dan you haven't looked at the inside have you no um Obviously, um, just browsing on Amazon, <laughs> looking at it. the inside, I, I I don't have a problem with the artwork, but it's so massively different to the right. style that is on the cover, like massively different in tone and uh, sort of inks and stuff. It's you know, it's good artwork. I think, yeah. I, think it's quite I would pick artwork. this comic up if I saw this on the shelf. Yeah, and I'd probably mutter under the breath, "Fucking hell!" And I'd see what it was like inside. Then probably, oh, it's completely different. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not bad actually. There's a little bit of the fix about. One yeah, of the pages, totally, that. totally. Yeah, yeah. It's got a Steve Lieber kind of a style and like energy. Hawaiian to it. shirts and yeah, yeah. 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 Looking at Bond's right hand, uh, he's got the gun. But if you look at the sleeve where the sleeve attaches to the hand, it looks like his hand's floating outside his suit because you can see through. Yeah, what's like, happening to his other the, hand as well? Yeah, there's like rendering on the other. You can see through the sleeve. Where his wrist should be. It's and what's what's her other arm doing? Is it just down by uh, her side or something? You know, it's just strange, uh, isn't it? Very odd. Yeah, they I mean, said to her, "No, we need to sex that cover up." Can you add a woman? Pop a, pop a lady on it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, if also he looks had... like he's got a scar on his face. Yeah, I, I was wondering that. They scarred him up in the comics. Got a yeah. big scar on it. But like, if you gave that to like an artist that really kind of knew his onions, you might be able to get away with this concept and look look okay. But generally, it's quite a boring. Yeah. set up cover it's just the two yeah. characters imposed in front of a kind of like it looks like a tropical island setting but and we should the colors doing a lot of the hard lifting on this cover by the oh way. god yeah i mean if you yeah, yeah. yeah if that all got stripped out i mean there's literally he i think the artist has inked some the tops of some palm trees and the the rest of it behind unless they've used color holds like colored over the lines it's the the, the colorist has put it all in maybe the, and, the artist is the colorist as well and if so. you look to the left of her head right you know which is it just looks like dripping paint. 
Yeah. Close yes. up in the, the left of her head where the red is, the orangey, dark orange is coming into the yellow. It looks like dripping red, it does, dripping paint. It doesn't look like a sunset, you know? It's, it's got one of the things I, I don't like in digital art, and I've done it myself, but you have like hard shadows that you've used, and then you use like soft gradient blends, and the yeah, two okay. of them just don't. Like, I mean, if you look on the shading on the left of her arm, you've got that subtle yellow, and then near her armpit, you've got like more of a hard cut shadow. Yeah. And it's just like the two of them, when you put them together, it, it doesn't gel. It doesn't and look the, very good. The colour of her face and the colour of her hair makes it look like she's just got some weird wig on. Yeah. That's very bizarre. It's, um, we, should, we should say it's Frank, Frank Villa as well as the artist on that, who's, who's yeah. been a very well-known cover artist. But this, it's, he doesn't do himself credit with this one, I've got to be honest with you. No, I mean, this one, we went through and this one absolutely stuck out. I was like, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. There was this one and another, the Transformers one with Hot Rod on the cover. And it was just... Oh, oh, was that, that one was... of the collection ones? Yeah, it was truly terrible. I mean, the other ones aren't very good, in my opinion, but that one like really stuck out. With just oh god, this is not appealing at all. It's mm. kind of like a pop art version of Rodimus Prime's like head and shoulders looking directly out of the reader, and it was just oh, didn't like it. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that was my choice. Yeah. So um, there you go. Yeah. Bit of a I, moan about covers. I think. Um... I think sometimes publishers, there's always the time crunch, isn't there, when it comes to putting out comics, but I don't know, um, comic covers, do you think they've suffered over the past few years? Yeah, I think um, I think we just need to go back to telling stories rather than having these sort of striking, iconic images that just aren't, you know, leading anywhere anymore, yeah. aren't yeah. engaging enough, you just know? clicking that link you sent, Tony with about what it says about the the vamp going back to the the last page it shows you that that spoiler and okay. it's got the buffy font at the end says continued in the vampire slayer issue one so they do have the rights to use that font but they just decided not to okay. do it okay yeah yeah oh well yeah, <laughs> fucking people have you got any covers you really hate too right in yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of like trying to, when we start uh, talking about this and we're sending each other the cover saying, look, here's another example of a character in front of a coloured background or a gradient background and nothing going on. Maybe perhaps storytelling covers aren't the, the thing nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. It, it, it's interesting, though, like, especially as my my browse was, was from Comixology and when you're scrolling down, every the new releases are just also lumped with um there's lots of like obviously manga stuff on there mm. but um usually manga readers know what titles they're gonna go for so they'll go for yeah. the, the, those covers but it's also like there's loads of um just re-releases for instance there's loads of sensational she-hulk on there at the moment like the old the old classic covers yeah you know i'm yeah. seeing lots of classic covers and uh earlier in april there was a whole heap of dazzler books yeah, just right. got, yeah. that just got added to it you know full of classic covers i mean it made the browsing for new stuff uh more awkward because <laughs> you know when you're looking for new comics yeah you got, yeah you gotta go through a raft of it's like that on the apps stuff. actually mate they, you yeah. get the out this week and you have to sort of scroll through i mean and on the marvel app it's all been new yeah. warriors you know some of the later issues yeah they're bringing out the new yeah. warrior stuff so mm. yeah okay yeah is that bedding the sort of sort the laying the groundwork for that new series that got kiboshed oh yeah daniel kibblesmith yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got magic internet gas. 
that there's I mean I mean from, oh yeah that classic magic the magic internet was gas. it magic internet gas it was something, something like, like that, that wasn't it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I think a lot of um when I talk about oh you know comic covers not being that great it, a, a lot of my gripes are usually with the bigger two companies um there's just a lack of we're a bit more forgiving with small press aren't we i think yeah 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 and i think certainly with with a small press title um you can't always have that i mean i do like it when people put on those story bits like we were saying you know who will who will survive um but i think they do need them in the in the sort of bigger two publishers just for like like you say those people that come back every week so they know where they are and yeah this week one of the avengers will die you know yeah. stuff like that. You need that stuff. It keeps us all engaged yeah. and going to them and yeah. picking them up. And I th- and oh, it's another picture of fucking Catwoman's ass. Yeah, you know? and yeah. a lot of a lot of the problem, you know, the boring ones I have that I always scroll over. Oh, sorry to say, it's the Batman ones. Batman yeah. covers are so they're either too busy or they're just the same dark you know nonsense <laughs> it's got to be like an uphill struggle for uh, someone to do a batman cover nowadays because yeah. yeah so so much kind of it's been done you do so is you, much. you find out what's happening in the story and you do yeah, a cover about it without any spoilers yeah. you know it's, it's not it's That's what a bit radical thinking happen. tony i know yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mad lad uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but with the those sort of publishers not pushing the boat out there's also a raft of seeing like um, you know a lot of the time I'm seeing some fantastic covers like from Image you know I always mm. I see a fantastic cover and my brain always goes you know searches it to see who published it do you know yeah. what I mean and more often than not like some of the really striking ones are like from Image or like you get some Aftershock ones um, certainly Vault especially as well they've got some great covers going on there so that you know they it's not. It's not fucking rocket science. Make yeah. the cover of the comic about what's happening um, in the comic. Yeah, in the comic. Yeah, yeah, it's not fucking. I was going to mention the shout out, but I did. We did the uh, never own anything Captain America. Yeah. One and yeah, that one's like, great, I man. struggled to pick the cover I was going to pick for that because they were so good and they were so on point to what was happening in the the, the comic. Uh, and that rocked on that storyline. Yeah. You know, it was the one Vince where he, he takes over. You know, you get John Walker taking over. And oh, I thought it was going to be Cap Wolf. No, no, we didn't mention that though. But that one, yeah. that one, that story rocks on for two, two and more years, you know. And yeah. each cover keeps you going, and it's the story we're interested in. The stories that's yeah. what we're interested in. Yeah, you know, as Walker yeah. goes more and more off the rails, and you think, "Oh fucking hell, where's this going to go?" And yeah, yeah. You wait, you're holding know, up a dead body in one of the covers. Yeah, Cap's and, coming you know, back. You know this, but it's like, how yeah. is it going to come around? And one of them is about to be lynched. You know, and you think, "Fucking yeah. hell, what they're going to hang Captain America?" And it's just, yeah, you know, that's, that's what it's pretty, about. Pretty daring, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. What about that? It was before that run, but like when Mike Zek did the the cover with Cap, black background, and he's like firing an Uzi off. Yeah, You're like bloody yeah. hell! Or the one with so, Deadlock with Cap in his sights. Yeah, you know that one. You think, wow, he's about <laughs> shooting. What's happening? Captain yeah. America's going to die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost. I mean, it's almost clickbait. You know, it's what yeah. people now would yeah. say, oh, this is clickbait. Well, it's not. It's just promoting a comic. Well, that's what the yeah. cover should be. A cover yeah, has to be clickbait. Yeah, it has vibrate. That's what it is to yeah, make that's... Buy Well, the, th- the thing is, if I'm buying digital, I'm clicking on it. So fucking yeah, yeah. get me, get me to look in. Yeah. Yeah, in this issue, you see Catwoman's anus. You know, it's like that. That's why I want to click. Pardon? Yeah. I mean, that would probably that would probably be DC's biggest selling fucking issue for quite Can... some time. <laughs> well, they did it with Batman's cock, didn't they? Do you remember? Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that someone worked it out. 
the size of it, like in, look, using that maths, they like Christ. correlate the different sides. But just if think Batwoman so and so, yeah, Batman so and so tall, and Catwoman so and so tall. That makes his knob this size. Oh, great! <laughs> just what, think oh, of all the good that could have been done in the world by that yeah. person that yeah, spent yeah. that time. Thinking about... I, I tell my little analogy I made about the Amazon comicsology site as it is now. It's like the the IKEA design of websites. You know the way. Yeah. You go in their store and you have to fucking trudge around the entire fucking thing to find snake your way around every yeah, single fucking try and drawers find until you get to you want. want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you don't find it, and then you think, oh fuck. Yeah, it's, I just have a hot dog at the end. It's, it's terrible. I mean, the actual the reading experience I had when I used it last wasn't wasn't bad. On like, yeah. on I don't mind had... the Kindle reading experience. I don't mind yeah. it. Actually. But yeah. but but it's the they're just making it's making it hard work to actually buy the fucking books. <laughs> I'd say I ain't got time for it in my life, man. It's yeah, yeah. But yeah, um let us know what you think about what we've uh, ranted about here. Um because I think sometimes comics you need to do better for the people, especially these publishers. There are talented people making books mm. for you. Yeah. Like if you if you give them fantastic you know give them give them everything they need to sell these books then you won't be cancelling titles every mm. three months. Yeah. Make them nice things yeah. to buy. People yeah. want to buy them. That yeah. Spider Woman lasted till twenty one issues. That's Marvel, pretty good for Marvel. That's that's fantastic, isn't it? It's got to be doing I mean? something, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, I like the ones where they start off and they go, oh, then it gets announced. Oh, this is actually a miniseries. Well, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, yeah. when I was looking uh, back at that, um, the covers for that that spider-woman series as well um fantastic artwork for all of them but sometimes i think you have to think about the design of your character and what they're doing from issue to issue Hmm. because if your character's front and center especially a character that's wearing such strong red um they you've got to you've got to mix it up haven't you because otherwise it's like like and batman's the same it's just the same colors you just can see the same thing over and over again and the brain gets used to just seeing the same thing yeah. over and over again. So it just looks formulaic. Yeah. Even if sometimes you look at these covers, you think, oh no, they're actually hitting someone or they're jumping out of a window and they're doing this. Sometimes they do look similar just purely because of the design of the character that the series is. Yeah. Um, you don't have that enough. I think that's that's a solo series problem. You don't necessarily have that with like an, like an X-Men, for instance, because you've got, a, you've got more of a palette to play with, haven't you? Yeah, a load of characters. Yeah. But when it's a solo character, I, I think you've definitely got to be careful about where you, if you're going to have your character front and center, have a think about putting them into p- places that is actually visually exciting, rather than just standing there on the edge of a fucking building next to a gargoyle. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that was our grumpy old man rant yeah. of, yeah. of May 2022. <laughs> but I'm glad no, that that prophesied from uh, well that recommendation from Sam Webster. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. totally yeah. turned into. Yeah, that's what that's people good. want. Old yeah. blokes moaning. Well, the thing is, hopefully, I'm sure all of our listeners know that when you're browsing through, you think, "Oh, that's not a very good cover." Sometimes take another look at it and think, "Why isn't it a very good cover?" Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the time, it's not because of the artwork, but there's something about it that. Especially for people who are making their own comics, there's a lot of people do yeah. listen to this. So uh, yeah. You know, what, yeah. bringing it back around to the small press, uh, Rory was getting feedback on his cover. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he he's come across uh, something uh, that I've had when you put something up for uh, feedback and then 
you get half a dozen people say they like it half people does doesn't say you don't and you think oh bloody hell, what am i gonna do with this you try something else then you get a load more people saying oh that was good oh i preferred that one oh, i'm not sure about this one and you feel like you're going mad because yeah. you're getting so much input that you're kind of not sure what to go with uh it's a tricky one so my kind of heart was going out to Rory there when he was kind of trying over and over and over to get to get he it got right. there in the end though he came up with something quite nice on his own didn't he because he, he sort of said this and that and then he yeah. extrapolated into yeah by the way rory donald um reach illustration gun his comics he's very yes. good he yeah. put up his final version and i was like yep you, you got it there you got to it yeah yeah that no, was good yeah. i'm looking forward to that book yeah. yeah yeah speaking of which i think that can that counts as the first official shout out of the show mm. so what shout outs do we have this week gents i've got two got so one. um congratulations to bald the short film hey. made John Tucker's comic, which won the world, best Welsh short film at the ah, Wales excellent. Film Festival. Nice work. Um, well deserved. All down to John. Um, and one of our regular guests, um, Lucy Sullivan, we've had her on two or three times, um, of Barking and Black Hammer fame, has now got a Patreon. Um, Patreon's the hotness. Get over and have a nose at patreon.com forward slash Lucy Sullivan. There you go. They're my two. Awesome. Dan, you got any? Yes, I do. Uh, my first one is uh, Damsel from Distress. We've got uh, 22 days to go when you listen, you hear this. Uh, Damsel from Distress is an elves and espionage comic book written by Andrew Clemson, but by Mauricio Mora and lettering editing by Hassan Otsamain Elahu. Uh, it's the campaign to the final two issues, issues four and five of volume one, wrapping up the first arc and opening up our story to further adventures. So that has already smashed its target. Uh, still obviously looking for more funding. Uh, it's a great fun ride. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. Go check that one out now. And uh, I finally got my fucking hands on that G.I. Joe. <laughs> oh, you got it in the end, did you? Yeah. Oh, well done. So fuck you, that comic company that on eBay that said... <laughs> <laughs> does that count as a shout out? Yeah, yeah it does. I think so. I if think you want so. to fuck them. They yeah. did that thing, you pre-order it and then... As soon as it was, oh, it's been dispatched. And I was like, I'm getting fucked there. I know it. And then, oh, it must have got lost in the post, mate. It never, it was never in the post. Uh, Fucking liar. Yeah. But uh, I, I said that and tweeted it at Freddie Williams because he said I've got art in this. That was the reason I backed it. And I was like, oh fuck, I didn't realise this existed. And he goes, oh well done, I'm getting a copy. So, double fucking middle finger to you. Uh, Where'd you get it from in the end? Uh, I got it off another eBay set. I think private sale. I had to pay over the odds because. Right, they bought it to make a profit. Uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'll give you a review of that next week if it turns nice. up. Nice. Cool. Nice one. Nice. Um, twenty eighth and 29th of May, uh, this year. Uh, Lawless Comic Con coming to the Double Tree by Hilton Hotel in Bristol. Lawlesscomiccon.co.uk. Saturday tickets are sold out, and there are no tickets available on the door. Um, oh. But but weekend and Sunday tickets are still available, hmm. so if they're on sale now, so definitely check that out. Yeah, you might see a couple of us there. We're going to likely be on there on the on the Saturday. It's on the, the Saturday, guys, isn't it? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just making ourselves uh, a nuisance. We'll be there as press, <laughs> yeah. not as tabling. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. coverage for it. Yeah. Press. So, so basically, we'll, like we'll be walking around for planet. a bit. We'll be walking around for a bit <laughs> and then going, "Oh, my back hurts. Let's have a cup of tea." Well, let's come find somewhere nice to have a bite to eat. Yeah. Well, we actually, when we went to the 40th, I did an article on Vanguard about it. I did a blog post. Photos. Yeah, I'll probably do something. Mm. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it nonstop on the yeah. show. We yeah. talked about it. We still fucking talk about it now. 
Yeah. So they yeah. Got, got the money's worth Five out years later. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to see the likes of John Wagner, Glenn Fabry, Kent Langley, Dan Cornwall, Dave Kendall, John, Hingers, John Higgins, Ian Richardson, Karen Holloway, Keck W, Lee Carter, Lou Stringer, Tommy Eglinton, Steve, Stephen Austin, Steve McManus, Sally Jean Hurston, Brian Bolland. Yes. Then go to uh, lawlesscomiccon.co.uk. I think Simon more. Davis is going to have some of his recent art for sale on his table. Um, I own a page of his Slain series. It's very fucking reasonable. Bearing in mind, he's a dude who's got paintings in the National Portrait Gallery. Um, you can nice buy a page of him for, less, for you, uh... just double figures. It's yeah. fucking well, well worth it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. National Portrait Gallery. Yeah, he's a member of it, isn't he? I think he's got a couple of pictures up in there. Yeah, yeah, and these are like proper painted pages, man. Yeah. Thistlebone, I think he's, he's selling pages from. I'll get on that. The one he was doing with Tom Eglinton when we did the Lawless Drink and Draw last year. Ah, yeah. Ah, nice. Um, and a past uh, guest, uh, Nathan Kelly, uh, Feral Kingdom oh, yeah. Studios. Um, he's got a new comic on the way. Uh, All right, okay. I, I, I'm uh, I'm subscribed to his newsletter, and he says I know I've been MIA for a while, but I'm back now and have some brand new content to share with you that is 100% free on his Substack. Ah. Uh, it's, it's a new short comic NFA, um, which is extra special to him because um, we took we had a great conversation, Nathan, about about his work, and uh, just at that time he was sort of sort of playing around with writing his own scripts and you know getting involved getting involved in that a lot more of the process but on this on nfa the first time as a creator he's got all the hats in the creative creation process um and uh, i'm hopefully going to see him i remember saying to him i see him at heroes so i must reach yeah. out to him again yeah um yeah because uh, he lives near there doesn't he? he lives in north carolina I think. yeah i think so yeah um so yeah definitely go to um feralkingdomstudios.substack.com and sign up for that because it's kicking off on the 11th of may okay uh, from then on um yeah so what kind of Substack is that is that a pay for Substack or is it a free one oh, it's a free one i believe you just go to that page subscribe i'll tell you what mate note note to, note to inform you get the Substack app on your phone Oh, okay. Because really? rather than just coming in as an email, you get it in as like a post, and you can just, it's a bit like the Patreon app. You can just go through and read the Substacks that you're subscribed to. It's a lot easier than getting yeah. them on emails. I much prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, Dan, you might want well to check this out because um, it's called NFA, but the logo says New Fucking Alpha, and the cover yeah. is, is, is someone that looks yeah. like they're in riot gear pointing two guns towards the reader. That's what I'm um, talking about. Peak Butcher. Yep. Yeah. Um so that looks great. But obviously he just wants as many people to check out as possible. So so check that out. Good stuff. Um right then, from uh from a load of uh shout outs to a load of recommends, I guess. Uh, who wants to go first? Go on you go first, Lee. I don't know okay. what yeah. we, don't, we haven't chatted about what we're doing this week. I don't know no, what we're no, doing. No, no, Have no, we just no. got I've just got one. Yeah, me you too. Got, yeah, yeah, I've, I've okay. only I've only got one. And it's one that some people um have probably read and we talked about recently um well talked about earlier in the show and i just want to put another shout out to um my uh omnibus of the new teen titans okay uh marv wolfman george perez romeo tangal um because obviously with the george perez news um i'm sure i'm not alone in a lot of people picking up some of their favorite comics of his and reading through them what issues is that dude um, this is the one to eight, 
Okay. Pl- plus. Is that a soft cover then? That's like a trade it's paperback. A, it's a soft cover. Yeah. 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 Um, first eight issues of classic titles together with the DC the team's debut in DC Comics Presents number twenty six. Yes. And it's yeah, got it's, it's got point. an introduction, and that's how the book starts with that with that issue as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, I haven't read all of this, but I tell you what, this was a rediscovery of quite possibly two of my favourite issues of so, all time. Does that go up to the Doom Patrol bit? The Doom Patrol are dead kind of storyline thing? Um, Is that right? It finishes... Spoilers, people. There's some wonderful sort of pin-ups and stuff in, in the back as well of all that. Um, it, the last one is... It says... The next issue is going to be Peril of the Puppeteer. Well, we've all been worried about puppeteers in our time, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, puppeteer of the penis. Um, number eight is A Day in the Lives, and what a day it is. So I don't think it's a Doom Patrol. Oh, there's an early, can't remember which one the Doom Patrol yeah, one is, yeah. and it's quite early. It's before the Brother Blood stuff, isn't it? I think that. Yeah, and before the Deathstroke stuff. Yeah, we've got uh, right. Tr- Trigon yeah. the Terribles in it. Right. We've got the Fearsome Five are in it. Oh, yeah, I like them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's lots of stuff going on. Who's the weird little one in that group that um, Gareth Hopkins was going on about the other day? <laughs> the little little person. I just I just saw a picture of him. He's a yeah. weird, he's a weird little fellow. Like Wingbot or something. I can't remember his name now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I mean it's a classic book full of classic stories. But you know, when I said I, I discovered some um, cool stuff, issues issues one and two of the New Teen Titans. Um. Are just some of my favourite comics of all time. Because issue two um, is the Deathstroke, the Terminator. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that yeah. when he's got both eyes in that one? Um, no, he's got an eye. I believe. Hang on. A... He's got like a monocle at some point. You never really see. Okay. You see his eye. Right. Um, but this was uh, obviously the team getting together, and the, the second issue was the Terminator. Today, the Terminator. Um, but it's also, there was a character in it called um, the Ravager. Yeah, that's his daughter, isn't it? And it's his son. Yeah. Son, sorry. Uh, yeah. His son in, in issue two, who basically um, is on the cover and tries and almost takes out the Teen Titans, but then, um, spoilers for a comic. Yeah, they're, they're, many, many years um, yeah that that family dynamic is playing out in a current thing. In DC, yeah, he's, um, yeah. he's essentially, he, he was very intelligent. Um, but his enhanced power was also sucking the life out of him, so oh, okay. it, it it gets a lot done through right the whole him. issue. But I, <laughs> I um, obviously, it's absolutely when I, you know, when you read a book and it gives you that whole God, I remember this. Do you know what I mean? It's like listening to, when a song comes on, you like, yeah, it's a memory, isn't it? And yeah. reading that and seeing some of the panels, this is what comic comics do like nothing else as well. The importance of just a single panel to your life. Do you know what I mean? Because there were certain moments, you know, that I was. There were certain panels I was like, "My God!" I remember staring at that panel for ages. Yeah. And even like not. It's not always like a a hugely dynamic thing. You know, there's there's just some absolutely stunning panel descriptions. There, there, there's there's an explosion there. I mean, these were books as well where. Eight nine panels a page, yet yeah, none of it takes yeah, away packs from it. it, in, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's talking yeah. as well, and they're, and they're yeah, all yeah. vertical panels. There's lots of talking going on, but you follow it, moves at a hell of a pace. When Ravager first turns up, um, in 
these days it would probably be a whole splash page or something like that. This is just it's almost it, it's it's like a, a third of the page, but it's a vertical panel. And the amount of times I drew that right when I was a kid, <laughs> really, the way <laughs> the great. way the way he was sort of stepping out because I just thought Ravagers just looked so cool when I was a kid. And uh, I mean, Deathstroke, Deathstroke was obviously naturally cool. Yeah, he, he just sort of always is. But um, it's got a little bit creepy as we went along, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. With him, yeah. Um, but you know, just just the way it's shot, just the action, and these guys absolutely beating the hell out of the Teen Titans. But there's also a bit of pathos at the end, the way it all the way it all shakes out. And well, mate, I remember buying those and like desperately trying to miss get the ones I missed. You know, the, the yeah. monthlies and. Going into the the Westminster Comic Mart in you know Parliament Square and buying Central Comic Mart and buying them yeah, there and yeah. that was such a great series. Do you remember the one they did the DNA Agents crossover? Do you remember the Eclipse series DNA Agents? Oh uh, yes, DNA Agents. The um they kind of did a sneaky crossover where they didn't call them it, but they were it was clearly the team. Yeah, oh, so much going on in that series. So good. There's such a beautiful moment in like in this issue too as well when you have this massive fight and Starfire just. Immensely powerful, just blasts Ravager with with her energy blast, and it takes him out. And that's when um, Deathstroke it just immediately looks like an evil villain, but immediately shows layers. Do you know what I mean? He stops the fight to go to the, and that's what takes out uh, Ravager because his power is he's dying because his powers have sucked the life out of him. And he's like, "Did we did we do it? Did we kill the Titans?" And Raven does that. Um, she actually says um, she she shows an illusion. To the the dying kid of all the Titans just dead, so the last thing he sees is that oh, they, actually, right. they actually defeated the Titans, even though right. they didn't, because everyone was alive. It's so so powerful. To me, Starfire was the same as Storm. There was very saucy. <laughs> I mean, like Burn was drawing Storm and he was drawing Starfire, and I think yeah, both yeah. of them pretty saucy ladies. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just just great stuff. Just you know, at times like these, rediscover your, the the creators you love because it won't take much to make you realise why you loved them in the first place. So yeah, New Teen Titans. Um, this this was actually a book that I didn't have for years. I've only had it. I've had it a couple of years now, but I remember being so excited about reading this when it got to. They did it in That's that brilliant. sort of Panini Library edition thing. That do you yeah. remember we all bought them cheaply, didn't we? They were selling yeah, them yeah. for a couple of quid yeah. a time. Yeah, yeah, this they did one, one of them as, this, as well. Th- yeah, this one is. Um, you know when DC Comics had that horrible logo that was the D that was peeling back on a C. Yeah, yeah. It was around that time um, they did this, but it's a, okay. no, it's a, lo- it's a lovely. Um, it's a lovely volume of just nothing but quality. So there you go. That's mine. Nice. Who would like to go next? D? Mine uh, is not a comic, but a tool to help you make comics. You oh. saucy devil. Which is yeah. a bit off. I, I mean, how much are you getting for this? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is an outside contract, so it doesn't fall. In. <laughs> it's uh, I mentioned this a, a good couple of weeks, maybe a month or so ago, but uh, the program Magic Poser. Uh, Mm. They were changing the way they were doing their their running their app or uh, service. Magic Poser was like essentially a free uh, service where you downloaded the app and you could set up like three D figures and poses and scenes, and it was free. All you had to do was pay for like additional models or bits and bobs that other people made, and you could import them in, move move stuff around, pose stuff, do the lights 
uh, take a screen grab of it, uh, uh, save it a JPEG, and you could use it within your comic, like as reference or draw over the top, or however you wanted to do it. But they said, right, we're going to change this. There's still going to be a free version where you're going to have limited, ver- limited stuff on it. They're going to do a one-time fee, which I think is like $10, which you get access to tons of stuff uh, to use. Or there's like a subscription model you do each month, which essentially you get every single model they do everything the premium stuff you can also export models created within the program and use it in other programs so you could export it as like a a 3ds file and import that into photoshop and use it as a 3d file and that so there's there's a lot of play with it uh it's very handy kind of like if you're doing kind of group shots and stuff if you want to get like import a load of characters pose them up and you can save them in your library at any point you can go back take a look the camera you can do like field of view and perspective stuff on it so if you want to kind of uh do the fist flying at the viewer and think well once i push the perspective on this and the fist obviously gets really big and the character gets smaller as they disappear into the distance so it's a, a decent little uh, artist tool if you go to magicposer.com uh they've got a bit about it there i can't find anything on the pricing stuff but it's a real nice little program, uh, a free app to download or you can pay for the service. I've got it on my iPad and I, I use it when I'm making my pages. Uh, I've noticed on the site, there's a magic pose of light, which you can click at and you can use in, your, in the browser and you get a 3D man that you can pose okay. up, move him around, change the lights. It's sexist, but you know. Yeah, there's no, no lady there, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you can kind of like have, have a little look and see see if this program's for you nice uh, oh tell light you can add, there's loads of characters you can add oh, okay yeah uh anime girl anime boy oh, no. woman man woman girl uh geometry uh spheres but this is only the browser version but on the app there's there's actually tons of stuff on there it is more aimed towards uh manga and anime kind of stuff but it can be quite easily retooled to to yeah, a good start for 10, isn't it? Yeah, make yeah. it wherever you want. Like, uh, can be handy for working out tricky crowd scenes or, or pushing perspective. So, uh, I'd recommend trying that. <laughs> crowd scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, give that a go. That's, oh. I'd highly recommend it. Nice. Oh. Tony. Um, mine is, uh, as, as I alluded to earlier, a bit of a joining of comics and poetry. It's a Hunter's Tale, written originally. The poem was written originally by Charles Kermit Clayton art by ryan clayton published this year by elephant eater comics um, which i believe is out of michigan in the states it was originally funded through a crowdfunding campaign um it was cunningly placed next to the card machine and the cash tilt of gosh it's a little mini comic um it's actually eight dollars which i think is a little bit expensive for it but it's a little mini comic um I, i'm i'm quite a poetry fan actually i do I, I buy and consume poetry you know quite a lot monthly probably um, but we've seen it occasionally. So you do occasionally see that combination. I and mean, a lot of good comics are, you know, do have a poetry, you know, element to them a lot of the time. So we recently, I was looking up a few that I've spoken about. We had Over the Line by Tom Humberston a few mm. years ago. Linda Barry's done one. Um, so it, is, it's, it happens sometimes. You know, it happens less obviously, I think, sometimes than other. And, and I think the rhythm um, and um, the way that it, 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 you can visualise stuff in your brain with poetry aids to the speed and the um the process in in, a, in reading a comic i think sometimes there's, there's a definitely a parallel you know to sort of there's a rhythm to a poem isn't there and there's a rhythm to reading a comic sometimes yeah and i think it's interesting like a visual mm. prompt almost, you know 
Um, so this is the, right, the, the brainchild of a, of a guy called Ryan Clayton, as I said. He's the nephew of the writer who was his um, granddad. Um, he was um, a blue-collar dude. Um, he was a railway dispatcher and also a poet, and he passed away in 1999, and this is kind of a tribute to him. Um, it's a fun little colour mini-comic. Um, tells the story of how Charles Kermit Clayton um, wakes up one early morning, and, and as as the, the images show on the page, so the poetry accompanies it, um, and, and he, he packs a bag and a flask, and he heads out with his rifle and goes out into the woods and walks you know, many miles out into the woods, into the country, with the intention of, he was a hunter, an intention of um, killing something. Um, and as he enters, the, he's wandering through the woods, he's suddenly presented by this stag in front of him. Um, and almost out, out of nowhere appears this stag. And it's it's interesting because there's that moment suddenly where he's, you know, it's, it's almost like a life or death thing. But out of the blue, the stag sort of communicates with him. And uh, this is really lovely the way he puts it. He says, are you gaunt from hunger? Um, I've been, as I've been on a winter's day, are your little ones gaunt too? And your mate, does she need her food? And for the babe whose months only away, um, if that be true, then take my life. I'll gladly give you and those you love all that I have. And it's like it's really sort of nice moment where there's almost this this stag is saying, "Look, are you are you hunting for food so you can survive?" You know, which is let's face it, not the reason most hunters do this, isn't it? You know, and he's he's presented with this decision there and then in the woods as to whether he should kill this stag or not. And I won't ruin it because I think it's worth getting. And it's done really well. I mean, you can probably guess, as I'm a mm. pretty much a lifelong vegetarian, why, why I like this. But the it's it's the the joining of three generations. You know, the, the grandson has done this book about his grandfather, about and his grandfather was his poet, and it's sort of to honour him. And it, it's lovely, really nice. It ends up with a um, you can read the poem as just prose in the back, and also there's a photograph of him when he was a kid playing in the yard with his, his granddad, who's sort of a little bit doddery at that point, sort of following him around, looking after him. Um, yeah, I really liked it. It's um, from Elephant Eater Comics. So elephanteater.com, you can go and buy a copy. Um, although if you're, gosh, there's one, literally one right next to the counter. It's it's about the size of two playing cards. You know, that's about the size of it. But yeah, nice, nice little thing to read. I read it in about, you know, less than 10 minutes, but nice, nice moment. Yeah, that's my one. Nice. There you go, folks. Plenty of different things for you to check out in the coming week. Um, be sure to seek out every single one of those books and from any of our sort of guests or etc. And if you're a new listener to the show, um, we're sorry. Always, we're sorry. We're not always this. Spi- <laughs> <laughs> we're not always this spicy. I joke. Of course, we're this spicy, but hopefully constructive at the same time. We're not just tearing things down for the sake of tearing it down um, no try to be constructive at least yeah 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 totally yeah. totally because comic, comics are awesome and they deserve the best and uh and we are grateful that you listen to this episode so if there's anything you want us to talk about on upcoming shows or if you've got any uh charity initiatives we're always up for shouting out about them if you've got anything there's any anything uh any comic events you want us to put a shout out for. and this is worldwide by the way this isn't, yeah. isn't just UK. No matter where you are, if you want want us to know something that you want us to shout out, we will do it in the shout out. So you, there's several different ways you can get in touch with us. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod. Um, if you do the book of faces, go to facebook dot com slash awesomecomicspodcast. 
There's also the community group Awesome Comics Talk on there, and there is an Awesome Comics Podcast Slack group, of which there are many channels, many discussions, and a lot of people selling books. Yeah, so, I bought a few this week. Obviously. Yeah, me yeah, too. Some good stuff on there. Yeah, it's a very dangerous place for me, from what Dan's been saying. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and thank you for listening to us, whether it is on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out about the show, everything we talk about on a weekly basis, as well as shines a light on the creators because of like algorithms and stuff like that. I don't know how it all works. That's just it. Saying Apple Podcasts is as technical as I get, and I've only just gotten the hang of saying that. If you listen to us on <laughs> other networks like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what are the networks we on, Tony? You're on Pod. They've cancelled Squirrel Girl. Thanks, <laughs> Tories. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that got me. Yeah, yeah. It's oddly, it's not the when he does filthy sort of ones. I'm that doesn't, doesn't catch, catch me. Her. It's when it's when he does ones like that that just get completely get me. Social satire. Yeah. <laughs> um, but wherever you heard us, we appreciate you listening to us and stick with us. Um, there's a whole back catalogue of episodes to pick from, and we're not like a news. We're not like a new, you know, weekly news show. Just pick yeah. what you want, what you want to listen to, and hopefully you'll you'll get a laugh and some entertainment out of it. Um, our guests are great. We bring absolutely nothing to the table usually. So uh... <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's true. Getting it wrong. Come on, let's not, let's not because. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got to talk about who we're having next week we haven't sorted it out yet have we? No, don't, you're let, right. don't, let, don't let them know what, oh, yeah. what happened the curtain, yeah. the bloody hell everyone thinks we're the great and powerful odds they don't know we're just a fiddly old man fiddly old man what the uh, what where are we going with this Hang on, I'm just an old man like fiddling behind the curtain we need to have a talk anyway it's going off the rails so it's time to say thank you thank you for listening where can people find us online etc Tony Neveronanything.com. There you go. Uh, Dan? You can find me uh, on Patreon <coughs> for slash Vanguard Comic. So he's going on my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. And you can read uh, Vanguard at vanguardcomic.com. It's, it's getting, shit's going down. So, yeah. Yes. Like man. a car bonnet. Like, what? Anyway. Get on that like a car bonnet. Oh, yeah. I, I see. Okay. Yeah, I see what I see. What you did there. Very yeah, trendy. Um, oh. You can find me on social media at Jester Diablo, and thank you again for listening to us. Have it wherever you are in the world. We hope you're happy, healthy, doing well. I love you. Dan loves you. Tony, no, still no love. <laughs> still no love. But one day, I'll never one, confess my love. One, one, one day, <laughs> listener, you know it and I know it that he does love you. But he just will make, will make he, love to you. He can't. What? Anyway. <laughs> Was going to get some boys to men there. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Their second album is an absolute banger. A Motown Philly. Oh, the band. I thought you meant something else. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Before I start singing The End of the Road, it's time to uh, 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 say goodbye. Uh, 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 What's he doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've started him off uh, on that earworm. God. Have a great yeah. week, everyone. See Reload, you during the week. Read loads of comics. Make loads of comics. And as always, what should they do? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Bye, Nailed everyone. It. Bye. See ya. <laughs>